everyone, and welcome to World Travel Escapes podcast, where we share our travel experiences on places we have visited worldwide. We're your hosts, Beth and Chris Doyle, and today we're talking about Maui, Hawaii. Beth and I have both been there, and I think uh, I say it best for both of us when we say it's one of our favorite places to go visit, wouldn't you think? Absolutely. I would love to go back. I look forward to going back someday. Yeah. Tell everybody why they need to go check out this amazing place. Well, first of all, Maui is the second largest Hawaiian island. The island is loved for its world-famous beaches. It has some of the best sunsets I've ever seen. You can get some spectacular views of humpback whales during the winter months. And also, you can see really the sunrise and sunset from anywhere on the island. So anywhere you go, that's where you can see it. There's also some really, really great shopping areas in Maui. Uh, Lahaina and Kanapali have some great outdoor shops and some great restaurants to visit. We kind of took a day in each place and, and did shopping and restaurants in one place. And then the next time we went to like Kanapali has a lot of outdoor restaurants that are like monkey pod. It's got restaurants that are famous for the hula girls there, hula island girl. That's a restaurant. And it's also kind of a central location to a lot of condos and rent, you know, rentals. So people can stay at those condos, rentals, walk over, have something to eat, do a little shopping in some of the stores. Uh, Lahaina is more of a, a long street with lots of shops that are indoor shops. And then, the, and then also restaurants on the street. And um, I think there are some restaurants right on the water there too, right? Yes, they are. They're right on the water. So you get a beautiful view of the water while you're eating. Uh, there is quite a few restaurants actually in Maui that you can eat and have a view of the water. There isn't just a few. There's so many different places. And, you know, there's quite a few different sides to Maui. There's also the Wailea side. And that side is kind of a little bit more beachy than or upscale beachy kind of yeah yeah well i'm most familiar with the wailea area i've been there multiple times and i seem to always stay in that area beautiful landscaped hotels and there's a nice boardwalk that runs along in front of all the hotels so it makes for really nice jogging or walking every morning when you wake up just beautiful views of the ocean i agree that i can't think of a place in maui i've been to that just doesn't have beautiful views honestly I agree. I agree. I feel the same way. So do you want to, let's start, let's tell, let's talk about um, what we must see while we're in Maui. Like, what do we not want to miss? Well, first of all, I think the most important place is probably the road to Hana. That's going to be the most popular, the most famous, and it's going to be taking quite a bit of your day up. So yes, let me, let me extend on the road to Hana. The very first time that I went to Maui, somebody gave me the suggestion to run a Jeep and take the road to Hana. So my friend, they said it was about a 45, my 30 to 45 mile truck. And so we thought, oh, okay, we can do this in an hour, in an hour out, no big deal. So, you know, we went to one of their local craft markets that they have there, checked it out. And then we jumped on in the vehicle at noon and started driving over to Hana. Um, The road to Hana is uh, basically the best way I can describe it. It's the most windiest, narrowest road. It kind of winds around the mountains. Uh, A lot of times it's a one lane. There's a ton of like hundreds of one lane bridges. And I can, I can tell you for a fact that it takes longer than one hour to go into it. Cause that 45 mile is like, stop, go, stop, go, stop, go. Sometimes you have to wait for traffic to pass. 
It's very, 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 very windy. I can't say that enough, but it is so beautiful. I can highlight. I I can't recommend doing this enough. Like you have to go there and try it. There are tours that'll take you through there if you don't want to drive through it. I've driven through it twice. Um, You definitely want to hit the road going early in the morning, you know, eight, eight o'clock, nine o'clock, like seven, eight o'clock, start going in there. It does get really busy. And then you're going to take, it's going to take you probably without a lot of stops, a good three to three and a half hours to get to the seven pools, which is basically the, the landing location. That's just kind of like your destination location. And then you're pretty much going to turn around and come back out. But if you wanted to take your time in there, uh, there are some little places you can stop off at little market stands, ice cream stands. There's little waterfalls you might want to stop and take a look at great picture spots everywhere. But most importantly, there is no, uh, lights on the road. So there's no, you know, we're used to expressways having lights hanging over. There is none. So you want to definitely watch your time. And when you're leaving that seven pools area at the very end, you're definitely going to want to allow at least three, three and a half hours to get out of there. And the one other thing is um, there's not a lot of cell service. So just know that, but it's an amazing trip to take. Definitely. It's going to take you all day. So plan an all day adventure, but it's amazing. Like the, the stuff you're going to see, look at how I, I'm so excited about it. I've done it twice and I can't wait to go do it again. So it's just definitely something you have to see and experience. To me, that was one of my favorite things to do in Maui. I, I can't say enough about it, but definitely check it out. If you're going to, when you go to Maui, check this place out. You're going to enjoy it. I promise you. Yeah, I agree. I loved going through it. It was a little stressful, but uh, there was a couple of cliffs you could have <laughs> drove off but 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 people don't there's no way that they people just drive smart you gotta drive (laughs) yeah you just drive really slow and just take it easy and just enjoy the views that you see on that road because that's just a wonderful experience to have there absolutely so like another great thing to do while you're there is to go snorkeling scuba diving surfing stand-up paddleboarding anything in the water they're really really famous for their water activities and most of the two most of these are tours uh, and you can take a snorkeling tour they'll take you out on probably a catamaran and then they take you to the molokai crater and you go and snorkel around in there and i did not do that but i heard it was just beautiful it's very popular tour i actually did go do that and it is exceptional like it's that that's the place to be that's the place to snorkel if you're going to snorkel beautiful fish just every person that was on my trip with me got in and was just so excited when we were done just was amazed at everything that we got to see just beautiful and i think it is probably one of the most popular things to do there is snorkel there yeah i think that's something i want to do when i go back because i really kind of wish i could have done that but yeah that is um it's awesome i'm glad you got a chance to do that yeah, yeah, I was I was lucky. So the one thing I did get to really do is to go and see the humpback whales. It's a very unique experience, and the season's December, and it ends in May. And the peak whale-watching months are between January and early April. I was there in April, so I was at the end of the season, but I went on a catamaran whale-watching tour and saw so many whales and baby whales. It was just so amazing. They were they, When they breached the water, which is kind of rare when they do it but when they do it is just amazing and what i mean by that is them jumping out of the water and splashing down they call that breaching and so that is just unbelievably enjoyable to see something like that and then the whales yeah. come right next to the boats yeah and you know i was there one time 
during that same time period. And you can actually see it from the shore. So if you didn't want to take the boat right out, you can just sit right outside your hotel and watch them jumping all over that that inlet area. They're all over the place. It's just constantly whales jumping. It's it's crazy. It's so fun, super fun to watch. And it, did you say catamaran? You went on a catamaran? It's a wide catamaran. The, the, it's the catamaran tour boat, so they take the snorkelers on. So probably about fifty people fit on the boat. So Sorry, they, I'm just stuck on the <laughs> stuck on the catamaran because it seems like such a small boat with such a big whale jumping next to the boat. I thought that too until we went out there, and it didn't seem so bad at all. When I was on the catamaran, the only bad part was getting onto the catamaran because you have to get on in the water and go up the stairs, and that's the only part I didn't like because if the wall, waters were rough, it made for a very hard way. To get onto that catamaran. Now I did. I took um, a, a whale watching tour there when I was there, and there was actually a little village that we actually went down to, and there was a dock. And they, they had the, it was a much bigger boat. It was docked. So we actually, you know, walked up the dock and got onto the boat. We didn't have to go into the water. It was dry land, and you just get on to a, like a regular boat. And um, they take the boat out. So it, it wasn't, we didn't, luckily did not have to climb through the water, you know, but some people like to do that. So it's a really good option for people that, you know, maybe want to be on a smaller boat, more close and personal type thing. Well, that particular tour left out of Kanapali. So all the tours that leave out of Kanapali on boats, usually that's how you get onto them. So if you don't like to get onto one that way, then you can go to other marinas. There are several other marinas that you can go to and actually walk onto the, the boat. Yes. Sounds good. So another another great thing to do, speaking of the water, that we did when we were there is we went on a sunset catamaran dinner cruise. So we thought we'll go there. We'll go on a, a sunset cruise. We'll get to see the sunsets and they're beautiful. And we'll enjoy some, some food. Well, when we got on that, when we got on the boat, it was the same type of catamaran, a larger catamaran. They had all the spaces set up with tables in front of them. They had everybody where there should be two people at this table. It was like you were with your significant other or alone and you could just sit there and they serve you. They'll serve you your drinks. They'll serve you your food. And it's probably five to six courses. So it's an actual dinner. But before they serve the courses, you get to watch the sunset, enjoy some drinks, watch the sunset, and just kind of enjoy that. And then when the sun goes down, that's about when they start serving the meal. And the food was just outstanding. Yeah. And the one thing I do want to say is when the sunset did hit, they made sure to turn the boat so that every person had a view of the sunset. So if you're sitting on the opposite side of the boat, the sunset was happening. You didn't actually have to get up to go to the other side if you didn't want to. You could stay in your seat and they actually turned the boat so that everybody would have a good view. Because most people had seats facing towards the water. But so you can imagine on a catamaran, it was kind of like everybody sat in a circle with their backs to each other. So I thought that was really unique that they thought to do that so that everybody would be able to enjoy a part of the sunset while just sitting there with their significant other. It was really romantic, actually. I enjoyed that. Yeah, it was a very, very nice way for them to be able to let everybody see that sunset. And I I remember that now that you said that, I do remember that. And I think that was a great touch. Right. So another great thing to do when you're there is to go to a luau. There are quite a few different luau's you can go to when you're in Maui, but make sure you do your research and check the reviews as all of them have a different experience to offer. Some of them use fire, some of them do not. 
We personally went to the old Lahaina Luau and enjoyed the entire experience. So I, I just think that if you research for what you want, what you want out of the Luau, then you'll pick the best one for you. I agree. And actually is what we did love the old Lahaina Luau. The one thing about that was when we booked it, I remember there was, you could choose to either sit in chairs or sit on the ground on cushions. So if anybody is planning to go and, and check this out, just know that there are the two options. And we personally sat in the chairs because we didn't want to have to be, you know, worry about getting up and down from the ground. But there are both options. I noticed most people that were sitting on the ground had kids. So it might be a good option, you know, as a family to go do that. But they do see you with other people. No matter where you go to, they do see you with other people. And then I just want to throw out there when Beth was talking about them having different types of luau's, the hotels have them. Some of them don't even have dinner included. Some are just a show. One of them, um, however, that I found, they actually served you. So you go there, it's more of a um, upscale, several course meal that they actually serve you and you don't actually do anything. You don't have to get up and go and get your food. They bring it to you. So like, like she said, there are different options available depending on what kind of experience you are looking for. But I don't know. I feel like any luau that you go to, you're going to enjoy it because, you know, who does it better than in Hawaii, the actual luau experience. So it's a definite must see. And I believe all the Hawaiian islands offer the, the luau's. We just happened to hit a good one and really, really came highly recommended. We read reviews. This one seemed to be the one that was that we wanted to, you know, what we were looking for. So we enjoyed it immensely. Yeah, and that one was actually the show and the food. So that was kind of like the overall experience we had there. I think the last experience I want to hit on is that you can hike or bike the Haleakala Crater, and that towers over the island of Maui at just over 10,000 feet above sea level. Most people go to this dormant volcano for sunsets and sunrises, but remember, you must have advanced reservations to do this. It's a very popular thing to go to the top and watch the sunset, but it's also a park. So you need to get reservations to actually enter the park. You can do that in advance before you get to Maui. In fact, that is recommended. And keep in mind that when you're going up to the crater, to the location, it is a little bit of a hike. So you'll notice if you were to take a, but they do offer like bike tours, like bike down the crater. And I think those bike tours leave the hotels at like four or five o'clock in the morning to get up there, maybe even earlier to get up there in time. So plan that accordingly, knowing if you're planning on going for the sunrise that you want, you're going to want to leave the hotel really, really early to get there in at night for the sunset. You know, that that's not as bad as the sunrise is super, super early. That's what I remember about that. So, you know what? I personally did not get to enjoy that. Um, that's a, a must-see for me when we go back to uh, to Maui is to get up early and go up there and check that out. That's and, and bike down it. Hopefully, I we didn't ran out of time. We were there, so we didn't get to do it. Which leads us to another point: where to stay and where to eat. So let's start with where to stay. Where where. What places have you been to? What places would you recommend? Like, what do, what, do you, what do you think? Well, I personally, I've stayed at the Sheridan Maui Resort and Spa on Kanapali Beach. That's not directly in that little town center where all the shops and restaurants are. It's just a little bit, a little bit north of it. But the resort is just gorgeous. And they also have a luau show there every night. I enjoyed it because when you're there, you feel like you're actually outside when you're actually inside the hotel. It's completely open on the top. There was no roof for the for the lobby area so you feel like you're kind of in a park with 
koi pond with trees growing, a, a great pool, and it all overlooks the water, all overlooks the ocean. And I definitely think from what I've heard from you and others that have stayed up in uh, Kanapali Beach area, that it's a definite, definitely different experience than down in Wailea. I've stayed uh, mainly in the Wailea area. I've stayed at the Four Seasons and the, um, the Grand Wailea and loved both. I mean, they're both beautiful, beautiful resorts. The Grand Wailea is huge. It's a huge huge, huge property. They have pool, tons of pools, beaches, excellent restaurants. It's it's a huge property. They even have a little chapel. You can get married there. Beautiful little chapel right on the property. Beautiful landscapes. Uh, I will tell you the YLA area is pretty expensive. As much as I encourage people to stay there, you know, and I guess it goes to say with Maui, it is uh, definitely not budget friendly place to go, but it's definitely worth it when you go. So just know though, it's not, you're going to probably spend some money there, but it's definitely worth it. In both of those hotels that I've stayed in, both were beautiful as well. Yeah, I actually like the Grand Wailea as well. I think that with my experience, we were there, we got to see the great pools. There was so much and they all kind of connected. Didn't they kind of connect up together? The pools? Yeah, they, well, not the pool. You mean the pools are the properties on the pool area. Wasn't there a connecting pool area? No, it, it they weren't they weren't connected, but they were very clear right next to each other. Okay, and so when we extended um, in Maui, we extended for about a week, and we actually stayed at an Airbnb. The Airbnb they have many of them located throughout the island, and basically they're condos. So they have two, three bedrooms. Beautiful, beautiful views. The one we stayed at actually had uh, both bedrooms facing the ocean. And the bedroom I stayed in was completely glass. The entire walls were glass. So you could see out to the ocean any time of the day or night and just kind of watch watch the water going at night. It was very soothing at night to sleep, seeing the water out there. It was just beautiful. I and, agree. I agree. Yeah. It, was, it was really nice. So where to eat when you go there? There are so many places to try and they get so many of the great Hawaiian tastes. I agree. I agree. You know, maybe just let's just talk about a couple of them and like our favorites maybe. Okay. Well, two of my favorites. One of them is going to be called the Mill House at Maui Tropical Plantation. Now, this is an old sugarcane plantation. It's non-operational. There are actually no more sugarcane plantations even operational in Maui anymore, but that used to be a big thing there. This particular one, they have farm-to-table cuisine and craft drinks that are served mountainside. It's a very beautiful, beautiful location, and you can definitely tell the food is very, very fresh. Uh, You can also tour the property, and then you can get a feel for how the sugar cane was processed and it's a lot of you can walk around a lot and take some really nice pictures yes i do i remember going there with you and i remember thinking what a a quaint little it almost reminded me of like a country house so i I, that was a excellent place food was excellent drinks were more excellent so we did we loved going there so yeah the second most favorite place that we liked that we went and visited many times when we were there is called monkey pod kitchen they have three locations but we only went to the two locations one's in wailea and ones in Kanapali. They have fabulous pizzas, fish tacos, and truffle oil fries. And if you enjoy cocktails, then you have to try the Mai Tai. The Mai Tai is made like no other Mai Tai. I can't even describe what it tastes like. It's so good. And it's one of the, my favorite drinks I have ever had. Yeah, this seems to be one of those places where if you tell somebody you went there, the first thing they say to you is, did you get the Mai Tai? That's yeah. how popular <laughs> this drink is. That's how good this drink is. It almost seems to smoke when they bring it to the table. Like It almost has like a steamy smoke coming off of it. 
Yes, it's quite unique and very, very, I would recommend that. I want to um, just, I know we said two, but I just want to mention one more place that we went to that I found. It was down on Front Street and it was called uh, Fleetwoods and it's owned by Mick Fleetwood. And I could not wait to go there. This is my one little story here. I couldn't wait to go there. I think we worked out, we worked there for a couple of weeks and every night I'm like, oh, I can't wait to go to Fleetwoods. I can't wait to go. We never made it there until we extended. And after we went to the Luau, we ended up taking a walk down there. And when we got down there, um, it was the restaurant was closed, which we weren't going to eat. We were just going to have a drink and hope McFleet would op- you know, walk in the place. And so when we did that, we realized that there was uh, an event going on downstairs and Mick Fleetwood was actually at the event. So, you know, I tried as hard as I could to get into the place, even had a friend working there and tried to get him to get me in the place, but I couldn't get in, but I was so close. I was so close. I was upstairs from him. So remember that? I know you remember that, Beth, because you I guys do. were trying to get me to leave. <laughs> I do remember but- that. We play with Max, one of my favorite groups. So, you know, I had to give it a shot. I had to try, but well, I did know, not get to meet him. Well, you know, Fleetwoods is actually very, very well known for their sunsets. So people go there happy hour and just watch the sunset from there too. So it's right. also an awesome place to go to just, you know, to experience that as well. Yeah, I I, I agree. I, I, I can see that. Although I was more focused on, you know, meeting him, but you know, that's another time maybe, right? You got close. <laughs> it was very close. <laughs> I got really close. I got really close. But, uh, but you know, there is so many fantastic places to go to there. I mean, reach out to us. We can tell you a lot of other places we went to, a lot of informal places that you probably don't even, wouldn't even find when you went there that we found just because we've been there so many times. You know, let us know if there's, if you're going to planning to go there and we can maybe help suggest some places to go to because there really is just so much experience there. There's no way to do it in like one trip that you got, it's got to be multiple trips. Yeah, the island's quite, it could be long. So the tip of the island actually has a lot of turtles and paternal migrations. So people can go up and, you know, they like to go up and see that. We didn't even get to do much of that. We did a little of it, but we didn't get to do much of it because we ran out of time. Well, do you have any final thoughts about Maui to give any further information or anything? Um, Well, actually, I think there's just so much to do and experience there. And the beaches are so inviting and the restaurants have some of the most delicious food I've ever eaten. Also, you know, if you want to snorkel, this is the place to do it. With yeah. so many great things to do in Maui, I definitely, definitely, definitely would put it on the list as a must-see place to visit. I agree. So if anybody, you know, out there wants to go there, they don't know what to do, where to start, anything, let us know. We'll help you uh, as best we can. But Maui, definite thumbs up, must-see must place in, in this world for sure. So, all right, well, thank you so much, everybody, for listening um, and have a great day. Thank you again for joining us. Please subscribe and support our podcast and feel free to leave a review. Also, let us know if there's a specific destination you would like us to talk about. You can find us on our websites at relaxandenjoyvacations.com and meetingplanningforyou.com. We'll see you next week where we will continue to share our world travel escapes.